know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, here we go. Heart Sing Podcast, and I am on fire today. In case you missed it on Facebook, I'm going to link the live about it. I have so much to share with you guys this week. First up, how rude of me. If you're new to the podcast, I'm Slayer of Namaslayer, also known as Addie B, if you want to get all formal and use my real name. I am a spiritual weight loss guide, a Chopra certified meditation instructor. And if you had asked me four years ago if I would be saying any of that or tell you that I asked my soul to show up and speak to you today, I would have told you you are insane. (laughs) You're nuts. Because I was in a 300-pound ball of misery, didn't even know where to go with my life. I just felt like it was all over. So to go from that to just being so lit up about everything and being able to help so many people and just create my life and help us all create our lives through listening to my light within. And the whole purpose of this podcast is to help us all find that light within us and to keep turning over those stones for each and every one of us. So I am here to share all my stones I'm turning over with you in hopes that some little nugget will just be that something you need to hear to have that paradigm shift to get you thinking a little differently. And we're going to talk about that on today's podcast. We're going to do a lot of future yourselfing today, thinking about how can I create a reality that is beyond my wildest dreams and step away from my current existence that is programmed into my body. So soul, are we ready? She's here. She's saying we're ready. So we're going to we're going to take it away. First up, I have to update you on my weight loss because this is week two. So I had the weigh in on Sunday and I'm doing that live on Facebook. If you want to join me every Sunday until June 26th, which will be my final weigh in at goal, I am weighing in live. My goal is 162. Last week, I weighed in at 196. The week before I was 201.7 because I had gone up. I am right on target. I'm scheduled for like 1.5 pounds a week to June to be at goal. I had originally, I had been saying that, ah, oh, the end of the year for goal, I can take time. And I just ripped the Band-Aid off. A lot of it, when I said goodbye to the wine wench for the last time in the fall, and I was sharing with one of my clients, friends, sisters this week as we were having a meeting, and I said, you know, it was just the craziest thing. I'm like, Lightseeker, it was like, it's just gone. And I'm like, and you're on the path to do this. I can't tell you how many times in my planner I sat and said, what are my obstacles to get to my goal? When And I'm talking about my weight loss goal. What are my obstacles? And the wine one should be on there because I know like, she just doesn't serve me. I drink some wine. I eat off plan. I feel like crap. I sleep like crap. And then I got my aura ring and it really shows me I sleep like crap. The aura ring, by the way, you guys, registers so much stuff while you sleep. Your HRV, your heart rate, your resting heart rate, your temperature, 
all of these things. So it gives you a sleep score. Normally, I'm still hacking this. I don't have great sleep scores yet, but they're like 87. I can be around there. 87, 90 is like, I'm like, wow, I'm really the king of sleep if I get a 90. But the day I drink some wine, 47. I was like, oh, oh, heck no. That is a nail in that coffin. And I was telling her, I'm like, you know, I just can't tell you how much I have just changed that brain pattern over it. And I just have no attachment to it anymore. It's completely released itself. But it's been years of me taking breaks of really doing mind work and thought work around this habit that I knew that wasn't serving me on the way to goal. And there are still a couple more habits. I was telling her, I'm like, look, I don't want to let go of the Netflix. I'm like, it's my last thing, Netflix and some overeating. So this year, I was like, you know what? We're ripping off this Band-Aid. We're getting rid of all of this stuff that doesn't serve us. I am surrendering and yielding to that light, that excellence within me. That's my word of this year, too, surrender. So I want to play you this clip that Lightseeker sent me after we had that discussion and she had gone out that weekend because we're all about small steps in the sisterhood and, and with my clients and making these changes to where it is transformational. It's changing who you are. You start to think differently. You start to make different decisions. You start to be able to see your thoughts, see what you're doing, and then you start to affect that decision. So here, listen to this. Hey, Addie, I just have to send this to you. So yesterday after her call, you know, I'm all on fire. And then Gil and I go to the brewery and I have one little cider and I'm good. And then we were hungry. So we go to Flatbed Pizza, which is really good. It's got a really thin crust. It's not, you know, a lot of food and salad. And I had two wines. And then I came home and then I had a bunch of potato chips in the evening. So we ate super early, like at four. But you know what? I learned so much about myself and I can see the path coming just like you have done where it's like, okay, all right. I can see wine is the derailer (laughs) for my goals and I'll get there like you. It's just going to take me a while. So I just kind of had to share that because I can see so much of myself walking in the same path as you and I'm just not beating myself over it. I'm just fascinated by it. So there you go. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, I love you too, Light Seeker. Thank you so much for sharing that. I can't tell you guys how much it means to me when you send me messages or let me know. And don't worry, I don't ever use anything unless I reach out and ask you. No, it's all confidential. And Light Seeker did say, of course, I could use this. A couple things I want to share with you. First of all, this is why I do what I do. So that Maybe something I share with you helps you believe it might be possible for you too. like being open, being vulnerable, being authentic, showing you from the beginning my journey from when I was went live and I was I think the first time I went live, I was like 270-something, maybe a little bit higher than that, and said, I'm doing this. I'm going to show you guys all the scary things along the way. And it helps to see we're not alone. It's just so powerful. And I share that because it's important for you to share your stories, too. They're so valuable. And whether you share them on Facebook or live or you become a coach or you share with a family member or somewhere, 
You are valuable. Your story is valuable. What you are going through is valuable. And make sure you share because you don't even know who you're impacting in your life. Okay, second thing I wanted to bring to mention about this. You might not have an issue, like the wine wench might not even be on the drawing board for you. It might be some other habit that you know deep down inside you is holding you from your goal. So whatever those things are, one of the big things Paula said in here was I can see the path. I'm starting to see the path. And this is what we are working to create in that future to see a different alternative for yourself to really visualize. And then we release and let go and let the universe surprise us to bring us these doors to open in these breadcrumbs and to be patient while we see what arrives. This is the thing I've really had to work on because it was my last beat at summer camp every summer, you guys, the patience beat. And I know they just gave it to me at the end of the summer out of pity, but I, I still accepted it. <laughs> I'm like, I was patient waiting for this beat all summer. I swear I was waiting for the universe to deliver those visions to us, but creating the map. What is it you want? And so we can recognize these are the things I don't want, but releasing the judgment from it. We can see I'm like, okay, you know what? When I drink wine, it doesn't serve me. That habit just doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve my sleep, what I eat. None of it served me. I didn't like it in my lifestyle, I decided. And so I started to see my future without it. I mean, anyone that would ask me, I would just say, I know in the future I don't drink. That was just my thing. I can see who I am, how I am as I start doing more and more future self-visualization. So I ask you this, you guys, what does your future look like when you're at that goal, when you're at that impossible healthy weight goal, or maybe it's an age goal? This is big, exciting news that I got fired up about earlier today. My Aunt Mary, who's been on this podcast, Mary Beal Adler, we did a couple biohacking episodes, one about sleep, which I know she would also say is the top, top, one of the top important things she's done. She has reversed her age yet again. Last time we were talking and she had reversed her age, I think it was 15 years or something. It originally came in at 70 something and she is 64 right now, almost 65. Then she reduced it all the way to 59. This one she got back and she was in between viomes too. She said she hadn't been, she doesn't know what happened. The time just kind of lapsed and she had missed a space in her viome. So she was kind of expected, oh, maybe I take a year off or something like that because she's still really been working on all things to increase her improved overall health and longevity. So she gets the test back and she's now 52 and she's 64. So she's 12 years younger than her physical age, her biological age reported from these blood tests we give in through, through the Viome. How much of that is related to the Viome working on gut health, working on feeding and fueling her body properly, but also increased meditation. Mary's becoming an advanced meditator or has become and has really been working on increasing her vibration, which also increases your telomeres. And your telomeres are these little shoelace-like things on the end of your chromosomes. When, as you age, they decrease. In meditation, it's shown through scientific studies over and over again that you can increase your telomeres when you practice meditation. So you're increasing your life expectancy as you practice meditation. And sleep, of course. We all know sleep rejuvenates and restores us. And in fact, one of the podcasts Mary and I did on here was about sleep. I'll link 
link that below in the show notes too. But I wanted to share that exciting news with you because that, my friends, is next up for me. We're slaying to this weight loss goal. And I sent in my Viome, have my blood test and my gut health test there. And I'm awaiting the results. And once I know my age, I will let Nick know after I do this weight goal this summer, that's my next goal to reverse my age. Like I was saying on the Facebook Live today, I said, you know, I'm proud to be almost 50. I have zero problem with it. I look great. I think I feel great. I'm doing fantastic things. I'm creating my life. I have no problem with my age. Okay, just to be clear. Now, would I like to be 50 and my biological age be 30? Hell yeah. Who doesn't want to be healthier? Who doesn't want to just feel good as we age? We age gracefully. We age with health and love and joy and humor. Like Betty White, right? Oh, let's all take a moment for Betty White. We love you, Betty. Brought so much laughter into our lives. And how important is that to longevity? Laughing, having fun. Such a key thing. Stepping outside and doing things that might surprise yourself, that might bring you joy and fun. When's the last time you really had fun that you really laughed so hard you almost peed your pants? You know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) Was it on this podcast? I sure hope so. Okay, so obviously Mary is a big inspiration to me, right? And not only is she my aunt, but we got really close when my mom passed away and we Marco Polo like almost every day. And so she's sending me these polos and I'm getting inspired again and again and again. She has been doing Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. So I inspired her to meditate and she's inspiring me right back. Right? It was like this full circle. All of you know I teach primordial sound meditation, which is from the Chopra Center. And this is a mantra-based meditation instruction, very similar to transcendental meditation, which is where I started. And I went to expand my practice and learned that, hey, I can give this gift to other people. So I have been. And I have a meditation group. And oh, please come join us. As soon as I start feeling a little stagnant in any of my habits, which can happen with all of them. Yes, even my meditation. So if you're there and you've been practicing a while and you feel like you're ready for something a little more, you're not alone. I know when I start to feel that way when I'm doing things, and this is part of what we learned from James Clear and Atomic Habits and the habit building process. When you get really good at a habit, you hit a peak and then it kind of drops off at the end. And it's because we are these growth-seeking beings and you're ready for your next little nut it, it's evolution. It's to continue to move you forward. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this Dr. Joe Dispenza stuff because I've been watching Mary and I want to reverse my age and I want to learn more about the energy and I want to take, he does such a great job of the science behind it. So I want to take this spiritual foundation, marry the science to it so I can teach even more and bring what I can to marry it with my primordial sound meditation I teach, with the me first habits I teach in the sisterhood and at Namaslayer. I hope my clients help myself get reinvigorated and create this next chapter and help other people create even more. So I've been doing the course, long story short, I guess that was a long way to tell you I'm doing Dr. Joe's course right now. It's an online course, very pretty long videos in each section, but it's so valuable to me. It's just the exact right time for me to be doing this. It's a lot of 
thoughts and future selves. When I first started learning the mind work from life coaching, when I ran into Corinne Crabtree with No BS and Brooke Castillo with the Life Coach School, really started to understand my thoughts, creating my feelings, creating my reality, and that I was creating all of this from that structured fundamental aspect of, oh, here's a thought. I can reframe that, which I happen to have been naturally kind of pretty good at because my mom spent her whole life reframing our thoughts for us. So I constantly hear love, don't hate anytime a negative thought comes in my head about myself or anybody else. It was like my mom's mantra. And thanks, Dr. Martin Luther King, right? That was one of his big quotes, which just passed his day. Moment to honor him as well. Wow. What a great, amazing month. Reframing thoughts and seeing Again, where you don't want to be, what thoughts you don't want to have, and what thoughts you do want to have, and how you have the power to stop thinking thoughts you don't want to think. You can, and you can stop them. And Dr. Joe talks about this being the gatekeeper to where you're like, oh, nope, past thought, past emotion, negative emotion, negative vibration. We're not going there. I mean, I'm the gatekeeper. We don't need to think that, believe that. I'm going to stop that thought. And I can think these other thoughts. I can choose to stay in this higher energy vibration, in this vibration of love, in this vibration of creation and creating of my future self in this field of the infinite possibilities. Okay, so this brings me to the other cool thing today. I'm shuffling my card deck at the coffee shop. I was doing my AM habit stack there, which involves doing my magic pages and my plan. And when I do my plan each morning, I draw a card and I use Sahara Rose's yogic path deck until I make my own deck because that's coming. Two cards fell out. One was Sattva reversed. And this is this is an Ayurveda like cleansing, right? That it's time to clear thoughts, body, emotion, and the energy, bringing the positive energy, cleansing this old energy. Do you see the alignment there with the thoughts? Removing, being the gatekeeper of what you choose to want to think and bring into your world and what you are going to intentionally create that we can release into the field of infinite possibilities, into the quantum realm, into the place we create. Deepak Chopra calls this the gap. This is where there is there, there's nothing. So in meditation, the space in between the thoughts, when we lose ourselves, when we get in this space of pure, infinite possibilities, right? This is the quantum realm. This is the field we create from your energy as at this higher vibration level. Dr. Joe talks about you become nobody, no thing, nowhere, no how. You're nothing. When we can stay focused, and that's the focus in the present moment, this awareness of I'm nothing but what is. It is all me. We are all one. It's this unity consciousness. So I draw this Bhavana Shavan. <laughs> I totally killed it. It's a really cool card. Okay, I'm going to try to do better. Bhuvaneshivari. 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 It's not one of the gods I'm like super familiar with, but I'm going to be because guess what? It's the goddess of. Goddess, by the way, of space and infinite possibilities. 
And I thought, of course it is. So I drew the reversed card about these thoughts, bodies, and emotions in this energy we are putting toward anything we want to create. And so if you are living in this past vibration, if you are continually replaying these negative emotions and our bodies become addicted to these emotions, because by the time we're 35, we are programmed habitually to seek these feelings we've created in our brains. We're biologically prepared to stay safe, to want to keep creating that same life over and over because your brain and your body are seeking those same rewards that it knows over and over again. And if you keep feeding it the negative emotion, guess what you bring? No more negative emotion, more negative things in your life. And this is why the focusing on the positive starts to give you a different vibration, focusing on a different future and starting to rewire your body. Because even though at 35 we are programmed, we can rewire ourselves. We can rewire our brains and our thoughts. We have choice. We have free will. We can absolutely create anything we want experiencing this space and infinite possibility, experiencing the cosmos right within us and going to that space where you can reach the point of stillness, whatever that is. And I'm telling you, if you don't meditate yet, this is the place we can start. I was talking to my aunt in the Marco Polo today. I was like, you know, it just brings me full circle to everything we've created in the Me First Sisterhood at Namaslayer between the planning and the thought work and the meditation, all of these things, they bring us just this greater self-awareness. And so each day we are thinking, we are daring to dream a different future in how to stay in the present moment. We dream big, do these big visions, start to make this map of where we want to go. I talked about this last week or maybe the week before because at planning camp this past January, I did five-year vision work, which I had not done with the group yet before and had really only dabbled in a little bit myself. I hadn't really sat down and dreamt in those categories for five-year visions and what it was going to look like. And starting to see little windows and doors open right now, new software coming into my scope. Because what I'm using now, I don't see it fulfilling my needs going forward with the experience I want to create for my sisters. I want everybody to be able to find videos on topics they want and it not just be so difficult. And all of a sudden, this comes in my in my feed this week. And I sign, I'm like, I'm just doing it. I'm just trusting that the universe is opening these doors. And it's coming from this space of me dreaming, getting into the field, getting into the place of meditation, the retraining of my brain, even out of meditation, when I see it moving toward thoughts that don't serve me, things that don't serve me, and actions that I'm taking because of those things, like Lightseeker said, I see myself, I'm consciously know that I am changing how and how I show up because I'm creating a new path. I'm seeing the new path. And I know it's going to be a different path. We're all going to have different paths. And also just really realizing that the path isn't always like rainbows and I'm in the quantum realm, okay? 
two hours ago, I was on my chair battling with myself because I was overeating and cashing out watching a movie. And I wanted to get these things done. And I saw myself procrastinating. I saw the thoughts I was having and knew I was off my plan and where I wanted to be. And so it's the awareness of watching these things. These are the things I am fine tuning at this point in my journey. And when I'm in alignment that quite honestly just don't even happen. So last week, as I took down almost six pounds last week, right? And so it was like, okay, what did I do really well? And what did I not do so well? When I hit the end of the week, it was as if my week just got derailed. On podcast day, it was like us back to back to back. My plan just went to hell. The next couple of days, I was out of whack. You know how life gets, you guys. I'm no different. So this week, I set out, and I'm like, okay, what did I learn last week? How am I going to do it differently this week? So today, podcast day, I moved it up a day. So tomorrow won't be so crazy. And yet, I saw my brain wanting to delay me, wanting to go back to these quick rewards, eating lunch, watching a show, and eating an extra avo bowl that I didn't have planned. Now, mind you, my food choices are a zillion times healthier than they had ever been. But still, the fact is that I overate and I didn't eat mindfully. And this is not end goal of my 162 self of who she is, because I'm creating from my light source, I'm allowing this energy to embody me. And that means I'm not cashing out, I'm feeling emotions, I'm processing emotions, I'm allowing this energy, and I'm vibrant, and I'm creating and all of the things. And I relax and I cash out. I relax in different ways. So that is part of this future vision, this map. Let's bring this back to you, my lovely, dearest, witchy, bitchy, heartsing podcast listener. What does future you look like? What does she do? How does she behave differently than you are now? And it's going to start small. Pick something tiny. You know, like we work on small baby steps in the sisterhood, one tiny little habit at a time, one small little change. I wake up and I make a plan. Great. And then maybe I'm adding to that the next quarter. It's like quarter by quarter, I'm growing and I'm improving my, my lifestyle. I'm improving my quality of life based on my ability to, quite frankly, step away from perfect, take small steps and not expect a zillion things to happen overnight, to be excited with my progress right now and to get excited about the infinite possibilities that are available and start to question and think, what if, what if I can create whatever I want? What would it look like? Do you dare to dream? Do you dare to step outside of what you think is how you need to live, how you're supposed to live, how you've created your life already? This was so good. I heard this week uh, again from Dr. Joe. I know it's in my ears this week, so you're going to hear a lot of it. But he said this thing I have to share with you. It's so it was so funny. He says, you know, it's like your soul's in there. It's been watching 10 years of the same Friends rerun, the same show 
over and over again. But finally, it's like, I'm just going to sleep because you've been doing the same thing for the past 10 years of your life. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, you go to work, you get home, you make dinner, you put the kids to bed, you go to sleep. And your soul's like, oh my God, I just can't take it anymore. I'm so bored. And it just like goes to sleep. And then one day, it's had enough, right? And so it comes knocking. It's like, okay, we're going to get up now. And either it puts you in a ball of misery like it did to me and it bangs on the walls in there and it says, are you going to listen? And this is when we start asking, hey, there must be something more. What is? There's something more to life. Or we get a disease or we get an illness or we're rocked in another way that brings us to ask these questions, these questions that we are here to seek. What is that something more? What am I here to seek? And it's in your heart. You know already. I was just coaching with someone this week. I'm like, you know, we all know. It's in that stillness, in that quiet that you can find the answers that are in your heart already. You know what you are here to light up. You came with this mission. And get still and listen. Allow your light to radiate and your doors and your breadcrumbs will come and you follow them. You'll know. It will just feel right. You say, but I don't know. I don't know if it feels right. This is because you haven't yet started to trust yourself. We've been taught to shove down our intuition, to shove down that trusting of our heart space. It's this feminine energy. Believe me, I know. I was raised in this masculine-driven world, too, and I'm very good at it. I'm really good at being corporate addy. It's embracing this feminine side of me that has been the challenge. And oh, man, the love that's in there. Right? It doesn't mean only women have access because it's a feminine energy. All men have this too. We have feminine and masculine energies, all of us. What is your heart telling you? What are you here to create? And this is why those of you that are here with me and we're working on our bodies and our health and our weight loss, this being the portal to finding that stillness within, to finding that radiance, to creating from this infinite field of possibilities. And now how it it can just all be so easy, so simple. One last thing I'm going to leave you with today. I met with my spirit guides and Renee this week. I know, we all love the spirit guide downloads. Same friggin' message before I even say anything. And this is really funny. She goes, okay, I have, I have something to share with you. And we hadn't, we hadn't talked. I hadn't shared any of this anywhere yet. And she was like, you are to feel everything in every cell of your body. Really embody everything you want to become and feel it on, they're telling me on a cellular level in each cell, and this is like big part of what like Dr. Joe's talking about, what we talk about in meditation. I'm like, yeah, I got it, I got it, feel it in my soul. And put you first. I'm like, oh, if that's not funny, since everything I've created is called me first, right? And that I was making this creation of putting all these things for Namaslayer together because I spent the last three years creating these tools and really testing them and bringing people into the sisterhood in different ways and seeing what works and what doesn't work, getting new ideas like I always do and telling Renee, you know, I'm feeling a little just like it just feels hard, like I don't want to do it. And of course, I, she's like, 
could just throw my thoughts right back at me, right? I'm creating it being hard and not fun and all of that. But because I also wasn't listening, I was thinking that I had to create in the same way I had before. And maybe it's okay I create another way that I don't just get it done because I think I know how that path's going to be, that I let the universe unfold the path. And then lo and behold, comes that software I was telling you guys about and all these other pieces coming together. And they're so integral with everything else, with my health goals. It's all intertwined. My purpose, my business, my health, it, it's all the same. It all feeds each other. And so as I create my next level of self on this cellular level, I know it's getting, it's like, whoa, right? (laughs) Like, like waking my, my soul, being awake and being alive because it's evolution. We want to keep growing. And how am I going to grow? How am I going to evolve? And how am I going to help others do that? Because as I serve me, I serve others. It's inevitable, you guys. You too, you will serve at an even higher level. I will too. As I grow into more and more of this version of me that surrenders to this excellence within me, the more I, the less I do, the more I'm capable of giving. And so I leave you with that today. What can you create in your life this week? Can you see it? Can you see this next version of yourself? And can you get still? Can you spend as much time thinking about this next version of yourself as you do think about the past? Can you spend more? Can you see yourself going to past thoughts and redirecting them to the possibilities of your future? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in my past. I want to live in the future. I did the past. And if we keep rewiring the past, we keep getting the past. And we actually regress because the rest of the world is moving around us. So let's build our futures and let's them be magnificent. If you can create anything you want, what would it be? What would it look like? Allow yourself to go. Allow yourself to go there. No restrictions. The quantum realm does not have restrictions. The only restrictions are in your mind. Trailblazer said this in her plan this morning. I was peeking at it. We post our plans in the sisterhood. And she said, I'm mastering my mind, mind mastery. That is what I challenge you with this week. Just the awareness of your mind, awareness of thought, how much of it is spent on past thoughts and how much of it is spent thinking on thoughts you don't even know yet, futures you can't even imagine. The excitement and the anticipation of possibilities that have yet to come. Do you feel that in your stomach? You feel it? I sure hope so. All right, my witches and bitches, until next week. Don't forget, I'm weighing in live on Sunday, so I hope you can join me. 8 Arizona time, which is mountain time right now. 7 Pacific, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. The young Jedi is sharing her almost 100-pound weight loss journey this year in the HeartSing podcast community on Facebook. So we are both sharing as we are going through everything we are, and we're on different trajectories on our path. So it's really interesting, I think, to see two ways to to slay it, my sisters. Okay, I've been seeing more reviews. I can't thank you guys enough. And when you type something in, it means the world. 
also Spotify is now accepting reviews. So if you are a Spotify listener, oh, please, please, please drop me a review. You can be the first. That would be awesome. Until next week, my witches and bitches, or if I see you Sunday live on the way in, we can talk about our goals together, what weight loss things you want to achieve this year. I'm I'm sharing what I'm going through and all the discoveries along the way. Let's light this bitch up. Slayer out.